Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Overlevel Podcast. Oh, it's a different way of doing it. You didn't really like go uh, full podcast in there. The podcast. Yeah, that's better. That's what the so, audience wants. Yeah, they just want me to blow out their asses. I mean, their ears. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, before we go ahead and get into all of the the news stuff, I think towards the end of the podcast too, we might try to incorporate some type of segment. Um, but we're still trying to work out segments and all that sort of stuff. I want to, you know, I'm okay with this show not having like the the greatest structure of all time. I'm I can live with all of that. But uh, you know, stuff like segments and other little things that we can do, um, just kind of surrounding the podcast, you know, whether it's community input or some ideas that mean you think of, I wanna try to incorporate all that. But before we even jump into all of that, DJ, yes. how are you? Tell the tell the people what's what's going on with you, what stuff you're you're working on or stuff like that. Uh I'm good. Uh, currently working on the next One Piece review, hoping to have that out early September. And yeah, nice. How you doing, Gavin? You, uh, oh, what's up? I'm doing good. No, I just, I'm just wondering, did you, uh, you get any new games kind of recently, or play anything new? Uh, I didn't get any games. I'm still playing. I don't know if I mentioned this in the previous podcast, but I'm still playing Shadow Hearts from the New World. Almost at the halfway point of that. That's been good. Give me a lot of Final Fantasy X vibes with that game. And you said, I guess, um, after Shadow Hearts, you're going to move on to Breath of the Wild. Am I right? Yes. Cool. What about you? What have you been playing? Oh, boy. Well, um, as of recently, and this will kind of go into uh, some other stuff that, I'm, that I'll talk about as far as things I'm working on. Uh, mm-hmm. But right now, I've kind of, halted my playthrough on some other games that i was that i've talked about playing like things like uh near automata and mm-hmm. neo the world ends with you i haven't mm-hmm. um haven't touched those for a little bit i've been working on maybe incorporating a new i guess sub podcast to this podcast basically it's it's mostly going to be a a type of story analysis slash just kind of like viewing the writing style of a lot of storytelling in video games just you know i think from from what we've talked about on the podcast i know um i'm sure mm-hmm. i mean you know you know this of me i'm more of a story first kind of gamer um yeah. like i i enjoy games that are really fun but even if a game isn't necessarily fun to play if the story is worth sticking around i'll i'll trudge through it you know right so right now uh, m- myself and uh my roommate Brandon, uh friend friend of the podcast, Whoa. friend of me and DJ, uh oh. we've been we've been playing through Bioshock, just like the first one, Bioshock Remastered. This is actually mm. my first time ever playing the game, and this is another one of those games that uh you know if you if you listen to our last episode, we talked a lot about video game backlogs. This is definitely mm. one that's been on my backlog for a really long time. Right. And how is it? Dude, I spent at least... Dude, I, well, okay, so it's good. <laughs> it's very good. Um, but I spent like 20 minutes writing down notes just about the main menu. And the main menu, I mean, just <laughs> upon like looking at it wow. at first glance. Yeah, I mean, it's not like anything special. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know, I guess... 
unless you're literally just trying to find meaning and find detail in this menu there's not a whole lot going on it's very Mm -hmm. the game itself is very just press start play the game you know like it's very fast moving in that but if you take time to just kind of like I don't know. Look at all those little fine details. I spent like 20 mm. minutes just examining and uh, analyzing the before you even click start on the game, you know? Yeah. Um, Jesus. Wow. So, so this is something I, it's not going to be, I think maybe the first episode that me and Brandon record of this sort of like book club type series. It's not going to be, or <laughs> the first episode will be kind of scene by scene, like beat by beat just because it's mm-hmm. all a part of the introduction all of it is just presentation on how how this game uh wants to pull you in um mm-hmm. which i think in itself is is a good thing to kind of think about whenever looking at any game like here on on our this current form of podcast that me and you are doing we can basically look at any rpg and you know, whether it's gameplay or story or music or anything like that, I think presentation and how how a game opens up and how a game starts re- is a huge factor in like, I guess, you know, ha- uh, like pulling in a player to even want to finish the game, you know? Right. Yeah. So right now I'm working on that. So I'm playing through that. I'm trying not to be so uh beat by beat <laughs> with it just because if i'm just sitting there and like i'm looking around and noticing all of the artistic design choices and you know why did the director want to include this in here you know i'm just gonna sit there basically like you know taking little steps mm. here and there shooting enemies here and there and then like just spend the rest of my time writing notes and i want to mm. enjoy my time playing this game before i just go headstrong into analyzing everything So I think right now, now that I think we have, at least as far as what I want to talk about uh, in the game for the first episode, I'm done with that. So I think right now I'm just going to play through the rest of the game like I would normally, and then maybe start it over and have that replay of the game be more of the Mm. analytical viewpoint of it. Thankfully, it's not like a terribly long game. I think on how long to beat Bioshock is like a uh, 10-hour game or something like that. Oh, okay. That's not bad. I'm looking forward to doing stuff like that. I just, I'm the kind of person who just really, I love like documentaries. I love like making of films. Like I I like watching uh, director's Mm. commentary with movies that I love and stuff like that. Like I'm just really into uh, the production of things and, Mm. and looking at things from the viewpoint of the director or the creator or the artist or something like that so this is just something that for me personally it's it just it's just very neat to me yeah um but yeah so that's that's what i'm working on right now let's go ahead and get into some of this news news time this really isn't in any uh particular order as far as like when it was released Mm -hmm. so one of the first things that i just thought of with uh news today that i wanted to mention was just uh we got a brand new metroid dread trailer and even though this is not a uh like an rpg this is something that i have been freaking pumped for yeah like yeah i don't know just every time i see trailers for this it just seems like i don't know i'm getting like a lot of horror vibes from it oh definitely i don't know man i'm just so fucking pumped for it <laughs> we do got we do got a whole lot of news stuff to kind of go over today so um you know some of them we might spend more time than others but you know stuff like that i just want to get it out of the way just so i can 
just reiterate how fucking pumped I am for something <laughs> like that. Definitely. <laughs> um, one of the other things too is we got a uh, we got a release date for Steam and mobile releases of the collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legends collection. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was, you know, that came out on Nintendo Switch. I think mm-hmm. it was exclusive to Switch. Um, you've never played any of the like saga games, right? No, not at all. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe this is something. Um, like, I mean, if you ha- obviously if you have a Switch, you know, and that's something you're interested in, you know, get it on there too. But maybe you're someone who uh, doesn't have a Switch, and but you still want to take this game anywhere you want or this collection of games anywhere you want. Uh, you can get it on Google Play and, and the Apple App Store and stuff. Or if you just want the, them HD uh, menus and stuff, you could get the yeah. Steam version. So, uh, that's, so many options. You know, yeah, that's uh, that's just one of one of the things that I wanted to mention too. Other thing too, me and you texted about it very briefly, but we got a pretty solid look at Pokemon Legends Ar- Arceus. Arceus. Oh yes, Arceus. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit, man! This is yeah, I. Re- I really think this is the first time that I've been genuinely like pumped for a Pokemon game. Yeah. No, Sam, I agree. Like as as a big Pokemon fan as I am. Like this definitely just rekindled my love for Pokemon because the past couple Pokemon games are kind of like lukewarm, not that great lately. So this is definitely like a nice surprise. Yeah, yeah, I definitely got a lot more. Like I know a lot of people were looking at Pokemon Sword and Shield and was like, you know, oh, it's basically like it's the new uh, generation of Pokemon. They're basically doing Breath of the Wild, but it's Pokemon. I, obviously, that's not what sword and shield turned out to be but this looks more along those yeah, lines this is know? more like yeah that yeah definitely so i'm i'm super into it i'm all into it other other than pokemon legends though i'm, I'm still really looking forward to um playing the new diamond and pearl remakes yeah same so the whole reason why i wanted to beat the original first before getting the new one yeah yeah, and that's something that's something I really like to do as well. I don't I don't play on um, you know my my DS or anything mm-hmm. like that very often or uh, play DS games and stuff. But I think if mm-hmm. I if I did, that's I really like to just compare and contrast like remakes or like remasters that come out. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's cool. I'm excited to hear all of your opinions on <laughs> what was changed and what was you know left the same and all that. Yeah. Um, another thing too, we got um, we got an announcement kind of a little while ago that we have another version of drum roll, drunken drum roll, Skyrim. Another version of Skyrim is coming. Yo, let's go. We didn't have enough. Yay, we did it, boys. Um, so yeah, Skyrim Anniversary, Anniversary, Anniversary Edition is coming out uh, in November. I, I think this is just a. Um, I don't think really anything is different other than it's they're just it's like an anniversary of Skyrim mm. and it's coming out like on PS5 and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's still a game okay. that yeah you know I, I i can't decide if this is something that's necessarily been on my backlog but it's something that um i don't know maybe maybe one of these days i'll get around to playing it it's not like it's not like i'll never have a system 
that I can't play this game. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. You have options. <laughs> yeah. We got release date for the new Final Fantasy IV Pixel Remaster. Hey. Um, that's coming out September 8th, so like in two weeks or something. Um, have you seen any footage or done any sort of looking looking at uh, the Final Fantasy 1 through 3 Pixel Remasters? Not at all. Nice. Do they look significantly better? <laughs> um, so here's my thing about it. I I personally just think like like just look at Final Fantasy one and two for instance. I think mm-hmm. the definitive versions of those games were the were the PSP ports. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Yes, the PSP ports like they had a lot of really neat graphics. Like as far as like wind and shadows and water and like whenever you go in and out of battles and stuff like there were lots of really cool effects but other than that they did not like they didn't do a whole lot of teetering with the actual sprite work that was like offensive or anything Mm. i think the sprite work in that game still looks really well done the music was reorchestrated or i don't know re-recorded for the Mm. psp version and stuff so uh, and on top of everything, like, cosmetically, just on the outside, um, there was a shit ton of content, um, at least compared to, like, those original versions, like the PS1 version or the Game Boy version. Like, there were extra dungeons and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I just I think that those are the best versions of the game, and these pixel remasters don't include any of the extra content. Oh, damn. They they are quite literally just HD versions of the NES game. Mm, okay. Like, I mean, and I think it's, like, it's nice. There's, like, an auto button um, that kind of makes battling go a lot faster. It's not really mm. a speed-up button, but it is, like, an auto button. Um, and so, I don't know. It's just, like, uh they're not yeah. they're not for like what they are like if you look at it as just being like okay i was looking at it as like oh wow we're getting like a new hd version of final fantasy one two and three four five and six like this is really cool like mm-hmm. we're gonna see all of the extra content and all that like from you know the psp releases and stuff like that but no it's literally just hd versions of their like base game <sighs> So realistically, I think the uh, for the first three, I think Final Fantasy three is probably the only one that might be worth looking at because in America we never got the original NES version of the game. We that only is got true. The 3D yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, Final Fantasy three, that's cool. You know, how much are I, they? The the first three since they're already. Uh, so they, I think they they all sell um, individually for like. Uh, let me pull up Steam real fast. I think it's something like seventeen dollars per game. Mm, okay. Yeah, they they <laughs> they all sell for eighteen dollars individually. Seventeen ninety nine. Jeez. Wow. Okay. So I don't know. I just, especially for a game like Final Fantasy One, I, I just I just don't think that that's. That's not an appropriate price, in my opinion. Yeah. No. Um, it should be like four hundred ducks. Or sorry, no. Final Fantasy One is twelve ninety nine. Oh, okay. 
Final Fantasy, yeah, Final Fantasy 2 is also $12.99. Final Fantasy uh, 3 is, I think, also $12.99? I don't know. <laughs> or no, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Basically, these, these, <laughs> games, are, these games aren't as good. <laughs> well, I think, right. I don't, it's not... I don't think it's not as fair to say they're not as good. I think they're definitely yeah, no. better than the original releases, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but com- compared to their remasters that have come out, mm-hmm. I just don't know why they didn't at least include all of the extra content that came in the PSP versions. I don't know. Man. Square's weird. Square is weird. So I don't know. Of the first three, if you've never, if you've never played, uh, well, I guess if you're um, if you're not living in Japan, I guess you never really got the official like 2D version. So yeah. you know that this is this is basically a new re-release, or like a new release of Final Fantasy 3 uh, for you know everyone who's not Japanese. Yeah, there you so, go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Final Fantasy 4 Pixel Remaster is coming out. Uh, you know, in like two weeks. So that one might be. I think as I think as four, five, and six release, people will have more positive things to say just because, well, I don't know. I still, th- I feel the same way about Final Fantasy four. Like I just prefer the PSP version over the Super Nintendo version, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming Final Fantasy four will be just the Super Nintendo release of Final Fantasy four, <laughs> yeah, but like probably. HD. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe Final Fantasy five will be the best version of five. Right now, maybe. people, I think, think that uh, the Game Boy Advance version is the best version. Mm. But, um, yeah, I mean, and then Final Fantasy VI, I think most people agree that the original six is, like, on Super Nintendo is, yeah. like, the best version. Oh, wow, okay. So maybe this one will be cool, too. I think most people also just look at the the coloring of these sprites and think that they don't look as good as they did on their original, <laughs> like, Super Nintendo versions, at least. Mm. So, I don't know. These games... These game, I mean, I think if you, I don't, uh, it's it's hard to say because I think these games just need to be on console. <laughs> My big Definitely. thing is like the fact that they just they put they put them on mobile and um, yeah, I forgot about Steam. that. Yeah, they put them on mobile. Yeah, they're they're Why? all just available on Steam and on mobile. Jeez, what? And I just I don't know. I I want. <laughs> I don't know if by purchasing them. You're telling Square that you want console releases, or by not purchasing them, you're telling them you want console releases. I just I don't, don't know. know. It's a double-edged sword. Oh man. Yeah. But uh, any, anyways, uh, Gamescom is is happening right now. Yeah. So uh, we got a we got a couple of trailers uh, here and there, and a couple announcements. Um, you know, just surrounding Gamescom. One of them is a new tactical RPG. Um, that is, you know, it's themed around like Marvel. So I don't know if you've played um, like the XCOM games or anything like that. Uh, I've played, uh, not really, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so this is like a almost like XCOM, like Marvel game. <laughs> oh, tight! That's awesome. Yeah, uh, the characters who it like highlighted were like Wolverine, Iron Man. Um, I'm blanking on two of the other ones, but then you got like this new rendition of Ghost Rider. And I, oh, I used tight. to love Ghost Rider whenever I was younger, so it was really cool yeah. just to see a like a new version of him, you know? That's awesome. 
So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a tactical RPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, just thought that might be interesting to to note. Yeah, no, that's um, tight. We also got some. I guess you can you can look at this as either good news or unfortunate news, but uh, for, uh, Horizon Forbidden West has been delayed. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. So, I don't know with stuff like that. I mean, I was surprised that it was originally supposed to even come out this year, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so to hear that it's been delayed, and it's only being delayed until, like, February 2020. Yeah, like, the like, delay day is not that far off. Yeah. I mean, and plus, like, for us, it's not that big of a deal since we don't have PS5s yet anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it'll be on PS4, too. But Oh, okay. But even still, I'm like, I, think I, I, would don't, rather. I don't know. I want to play the best... Like, if I'm going to play the game, I want it to be the best version of the game. Same. You know? I think I would rather play it on the PS5, yeah. That's what I... Like, uh, Spider-Man PS4 was one of my favorite games um, of the entire, like, PlayStation 4 library. And um, I'm just such a big Spider-Man fan. So even for... Um, what is it? Spider-Man Miles Morales? Mm-hmm. I have I've still not played that game because I don't have a PlayStation 5. I know it is on PS4. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, guys, if I'm going to fucking play a Spider-Man game, I'm going <laughs> to play the best version of the Spider-Man game. God damn right. Yeah. And but they also uh like shadow dropped a new PS5 um like update for Horizon Zero Dawn. Um it does like 4K 60 frames a second and it just like feels a lot smoother. And I haven't played it in a while, so I think whenever I get a PS5, uh, before I play the new one, I, I might try replaying the original Horizon. At least just getting through all the story. Mm-hmm. I haven't played the DLC either, so probably want to do that. But uh, yeah, I mean, if it's not ready, good. Delay it. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't release it when it's not ready. <laughs> Take your time. Come on. It was a good game. Um, then we got we also got a new like extended story trailer for Lost to Judgment, the sequel to Judgment. Um, I think this is just really one of the best looking, like graphically, one of the best looking games. Um, especially just for the kind of game it is. I feel mm. like um, I don't know because you you've, you haven't played any of the Yakuza games, right? No. I just see like trailers for Judgment, and I just I just want to play Yakuza so bad. <laughs> but I'm I have to like stop myself because I know I'll I'll start playing it and then I just won't play it. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll start yeah. playing it and then I'll be pissed off that I stopped playing my other games so that I could play Yakuza. I don't know. Yeah, it's a game that yeah, I definitely like. You know, this new Lost Judgment game looks really good, but I, I have to play. I gotta play the first Judgment at least, but I really want to play the other Yakuza games because it's all in the same Dang. world. Uh, the dilemma is real. The dilemma. Did you see that we got um, some new trailers yesterday for Monster Rancher 1 and 2? Wait, what? Monster Rancher 1 and 2 DX releasing in December. Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, I'll just go ahead and read the article for that? you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know what it is. It's uh, Koei Tecmo announced that it is releasing a Monster Hunter 1 and 2 DX bundle worldwide on December 9th, 2021. The bundle, containing remastered versions of Monster Rancher and Monster Rancher 2, will be available oh, on yeah. PC, Nintendo Switch, and iOS. 
It comes on the back of recent Japanese re-releases for both games in 2019 and 2020, uh, respectively. The remastered versions of the game will include new features such as additional save slots, freeze slots, and monster hall of fame slots. It also includes a memo feature to use uh, while raising monsters, uh, rankings for random battles, and a high speed mode. The game's oh, wow, okay. monster generating feature, where players use physical CDs to spawn different monsters, has been reworked so that players can search a database to find CDs. Honestly, though, that kind of is one of the cool things about Monster Rancher because I I own uh, technically what is known as the last game in the series, EVO, and yeah. like I believe it's the technically the fifth one. And like you can still do that. Like I remember myself as a kid back in daycare, just like me and one of the other kids just grabbing a bunch of CDs from like the theater room and just like seeing what kind of monsters we could get. Yeah, so I have a lot of fun memories of Monster Rancher. So I'm excited for this. This is awesome. I never yeah, played that's the gonna, early ones I'm, before. I'm, as soon as I saw that, that was that was one thing where I was like, oh, I, I don't. I wonder if DJ knows about this. If not, I can't wait to tell him. Yeah, no, I'm excited. This is awesome. Yeah. So now, now you and Cole have the other games that you can go back <laughs> to on Videoverse. That's true. So yeah, Monster Rancher. I mean, this is not a series that I ever grew up playing. I, I mm. literally have never heard of the game until you and Cole played uh, Evo mm. on uh, on Videoverse. You know. Yeah. So speaking of like yeah. game series, have you ever heard of Metabots? Metabots? Mm. I don't think so. I mean, maybe I have. They're, they're pretty it? much just like they're pretty much just like if Pokemon, but like they're all robots. Basically, that's literally what it is. Okay. So the only reason I brought up was because like somebody in the in the comments of the Monster Rancher video was just like, "All right, so who do we have to yell at to get Metabots localized?" <laughs> so I'm just like, I would love that. <laughs> oh, wait, were <laughs> these like, were these games too. that were like not uh, released in America? Um, not all of them, because Metabots is definitely Metabots is like still a popular thing in Japan, but like in America, we only got like a few games, like right. three or something like that. Okay. Huh. Well. That'd be cool if that was also, you know, yeah. remastered or something. Yeah. I, I wonder if I wonder if they'll, you know, do a big old like I wonder like I'm just wondering if now that they're releasing Monster Rancher one and two, like they're re releasing it, this is them mm-hmm. saying like, Hey, we care about this series still. You know, we wanna still make money off this series. So I wonder mm-hmm. if they're just trying to like build up an an audience for like a new Monster Rancher game that might be coming out. Fuck yeah, that'd be tight. I remember like there was a time when like they had an online MMORPG Monster Rancher, but it was only available for America. And then for so long, just like please, I mean, in, for only available in Japan. And for so oh, long, okay. just like please release it in America, please. <laughs> yeah, but it never happened. So yeah, I mean, hopefully, if this succeeds, we can get more Monster Rancher. That'd be tight. Yeah, I love that series. Definitely, man. Well, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. I might give that one a, a looksy poo. We also got a, um, later on this, uh, or sorry, in September, we have a PC release for uh, Bravely Default 2. Oh. So nice. that's pretty cool. I, I played a little bit of the first Bravely Default game. I never played Bravely Second. And mm-hmm. I, I've, heard, I've heard plenty of, you know, uh, positive things about uh, Bravely Default 2, so... I don't know. Now that I, I mean, I have a Nintendo Switch. I guess I could have just gotten it whenever <laughs> I got it on there. But now that I, you know, I'll be able to have all those graphics options and all of that. Yeah. And, you know, 
I might want to. I might just want to do it on PC. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, and then this is actually one of the other things. The next two kind of like uh, <laughs> things as far as like news are more so things that I'm just kind of like. I don't know. I, I I have I have a bunch of like optimism for these two. So there is a game that is coming out on September 16th, and I've already pre-ordered this. This is an indie game. Um, like it's not a part of a franchise or anything, but I watched the trailer for this game and even just the music alone played in the trailer completely sold me. I like ran to my computer and pre-ordered it on Steam. Oh, wow. Um, the game is called Eastward. Um, it is, it is by Chuckle, Chucklefish Games. Um, they made Stardew Valley and they made, um, uh, then, crap, they made some other stuff. What are their? I was looking at their their page earlier, and they have they have a few games that they're kind of like known for. I guess like mm. Stardew Valley and a game called um, Starbound, both both released in 2016. Um, I think those are like their big titles that they made. But Eastward okay. is coming out, and this kind of looks like a new sort of like um, Earthbound kind of game. Mm. Um, it looks like it is a game it's like an rpg that they're making that i from what i've seen in the trailers it looks like it's going to be um i don't know very very focused on visual visual storytelling and like Mm -hmm. emotional storytelling and um it just looks like it looks very funny like it looks like a very funny quirky kind of game like the uh, like the undertale games or whatever Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm So yeah, this is just a game that I'm like really looking forward to. Like I don't know much about it at all other than just like a trailer or two that I watched and like the music that was played in the trailer. It looks like there's yeah, a lot yeah. of like drawn artistic elements to it as well. Like there's a lot if you watch the trailer, it looks like there is a lot of ideas that are just poured into this game. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. There's a lot of like different sort of art styles going on at some points. Yeah. Which is nice. So yeah, I'm into it. This is I mean, it's uh <laughs> It's it's a, I feel like there there have rarely been like new video game announcements that I see that I'm like oh I'm going to get well cuz I'm I guess let me put it this way I feel like a lot of what I get really excited for nowadays mm-hmm. is like whenever whenever well established like franchises get like remakes or sequels or something. Same. Um, I 100% agree with that. That's also how I feel with anime too. Like, I look at like a list of all the new anime coming out. I'm just like, eh. But then whenever I see something that's like I already know about, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah I get that. Yeah. So it's kind of like you know, if <laughs> for instance, like if a brand new Final Fantasy game is announced, I mm-hmm. even though I have no idea how the game is going to play. Uh, who is composing the music or anything, what the story is going to be about, like, you know, anything like that, what it even looks like, I immediately kind of get that sense of, like, excitement of, like, oh, like, I like I know Final Fantasy. Like, I'm into that. Like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, um, but a game like Eastward, this is, I mean, sure, it, it borrows a lot of things from other games that i that i love but this is also just like a completely brand new video game like it's not like it's not a part of any other series or something like that and i think it's just kind of rare or like i don't know we can get really excited for brand new like first party titles um 
like whenever whenever they announced Horizon Zero Dawn. I was really excited for that. But yeah. I think mostly because it's like when it was announced it was like this big PlayStation exclusive game that's not a part of any series and it's like this is going to be the next big hit for PlayStation. And so automatically, you know, people are drawn to that alone. Um, right. But this is just some indie game that I just I think I just saw the logo for it one day, and I wasn't even all that interested in the logo, but for some reason I just felt compelled to watch the trailer, and all of the music that was played in it with all of the visuals, I was like, fuck, I'm buying this game. I'm going to get this game. (laughs) Hell yeah. So yeah, I'm pumped for that. Uh, This last little bit of news that I, uh, I... It's not like necessarily news, especially right now, since the demo for this has been out but it just kind of like uh i was i was looking at some news from a little a while back um in between recording episodes and all that um and the tales of arise demo came out i was wondering did you did you play the demo for that game or no no so is is this a game that you think that you'll be interested in checking out maybe maybe so i'll yeah. look at it again yeah this is a um how, how they've kind of advertised this game is, like, this is a fresh new take. Like, this is a this is a fresh new take, a fresh new start for the Tales of games. Um, mm. I've tried playing Symphonia. I've tried playing, like, Zestiria. I've tried playing a couple of them and can never really get myself to get past playing maybe an hour or two of all of them. But I haven't, I, and I haven't played the demo for this game yet. But now I'm thinking that I, I might want to to get a sense of how the game plays. But this is like a an action RPG. Um, graphically, I mean, as far as like these new anime style RPG games go, I think it looks really, really good. Like everything looks very realistic, other than like the characters, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's a very interesting like design style. I th- and I'm thinking, I'm I think I'm gonna make this game my first like official Tales of game that I play. Okay. Usually I'm the kind of person who's like, oh, I want to like play through this series yeah. before I get to the new one. Whether or not they're connected or not, I'm just I just like to go through the development history mm-hmm. <laughs> of a game. Right. But I don't know. I feel like I've given the other games, you know, at least what I consider a shot, like giving them a chance. And um, not that I hate them or anything. I just, there's something about them that doesn't really keep me engaged. But I don't know. I've just been seeing trailers for this game. And I think this might be the first Tales of game that I fully give my attention to, you know? Yeah, no, I'm looking at the demo of it. And yeah, it looks pretty good. looks very good. Yeah. Yeah, so that is, um, I think that's gonna that's gonna do it for the news. <laughs> yeah. So let's go ahead and real real quick, let's go ahead and do the question of the week. Woo! Give me that question. All right. So, uh, on Discord and in our last episode, I went ahead and, and posted. Uh, you know, we we have our question of the week. Uh, this question was suggested by one pen tones in our discord uh thank you My so boy. much 
Yeah, thank you so much for uh, you know your answer, one pin times. Uh, I'm only just now seeing that you uh, that you answered the question of the week. I actually completely like left the Discord for a little while. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so one pin tones asked uh, this question of the week: What is your favorite video game that you can't get any of your friends or family to play? It's a great question. Thank you so much, one pin tones. Uh, one pin tones even answered saying i can't seem to get any of my friends to play the nino to play nino kuni no matter all the selling points i give them uh, i don't know why i read that like a degenerate no matter all the selling points i give to them it's just been added to their back catalog <sighs> sadness i agree i think i think that game even like for me um, like I know me and you have talked about the game it's like I look at all of the selling points in that game and I just think like this game seems perfect <laughs> you know <laughs> this seems like the perfect video game and then like yeah. I don't know I think I've I played a good portion of it I even played through the entire beginning of that game with uh, my wife and um, just so that she could kind of get an idea for what the story of this game is going to be like Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it opens up very emotionally. Like, a very tragic thing happens to the main character of the game. Like, very early on in the game. And um, you're very quickly afterwards thrown into this sort of fantasy world. Um, like, it starts off, like, in the real world, and then you're put into the fantasy world. So, from from as far as, like, the storytelling goes for me, it's very gripping. It's very engaging to me. And it's very, um, I think me and you talked about it last episode, too. It's like if Pokemon were to meet Final Fantasy XII, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, Studio Ghibli sounds like a fucking, like, it sounds just like a, this great video game. Oh, um, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's, like, I I salute you, One Pin Tones, for, for you know, <laughs> choosing choosing that game because I think that is a game that everyone needs to play, myself included. Um, but uh, yeah, DJ, do you have an answer for this one? Honestly, not really, because I I don't really like pester anybody about the games I play. I just play whatever the hell I want. But I mean, when <laughs> I think about it, I guess maybe just maybe just JRPGs in general, because like. A lot of people I know, besides you, honestly, that just aren't really into JRPGs. They're just into the stereotypical shooter games or sports games, which are fine if you play those. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of people I know just aren't really into the more story-driven games. Yeah. Um, so probably just JRPGs in general for me. Hmm. What about, um, I guess for you, is there is there sort of like any sort of thing that you are super into that you have tried to get other people into, whether it's like a show or a, or like a movie franchise or a game or, or something. No, not really. Just cause I'm in the mindset of just like, I mean, I'll say it, but like, if you have no interest of looking into it yourself, I'm not going to bother with it. I'm not going to waste my time on you. I'm just going to enjoy what I enjoy. And if you don't like it, that's fine. All right. Let's, let's put a hypothetical in front of you. Okay. Let's say, Let's say someone comes up to you and and you know y'all start talking about anime, and um, and you and they ask you like what is uh, like what's your favorite anime, and then you say uh-huh. you know JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and then they uh-huh. just say like oh god like 
like, ah, I hate JoJo or whatever. And then you say, oh no, like, I've gotten stuff like that. Or 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 like, like or you know they say, okay, yeah. So <laughs> you say, I love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and they say, oh, I hate JoJo. And then you say, have oh like have you watched all of it? And then they say uh-huh. like, no, I haven't watched any of it. I just I don't like the way, you know. It's something like very superficial. Like I've never actually watched it, but I just like I look at screenshots or something and, and oh, I say no. I'm yeah, not going to watch that. I actually have gotten a couple of things like that. Like the people will say like, "Oh, I don't like the art style," or "Oh, it's gay," or whatever. And I'm just like, <laughs> "What? What? Yeah, what do you say to like combat that? Like, or do you even try? Because you know, right then and there, that's whenever the contention begins. And like, yeah, you know, <laughs> you're you're dealing with someone who might be like. They they may be into it if you explain something to them, or uh-huh. they might not be. What do you what do you do in that situation? Uh, well, I mean, I try to combat them. Like, for example, the art style. You know, there's also another anime that I really like too, Baki the Grappler. Uh, a lot of people don't like the art style of that just because it's very, I guess, rough and out there. Like, they're very, I guess. Not grotesque, but they're very just realistic and weird-looking characters. Same thing with the mm-hmm. ourselves JoJo, and like I mean, I feel like people need to understand to like I get because I can understand how it's kind of hard at first with the art style just like get past it. But people need to sort of I guess broaden their views and not let something like that distract them from how potentially good the series could be to them. Because a lot of people just sort of look at the surface level of it, you know, of just anything in general, video games, anime, movies, whatever. Yeah. So I think people need to at least try to give it a shot and not just let that one thing get to them. But some people will just, you know, no matter how much you sell it on, they'll just be super stubborn about it. Um, but I still try to be like, hey, you know, at least give it a shot. Maybe just, you know, check out the first part or whatever. Because the first part's short. It's only nine episodes. But even then, too, like, I mean, the first part's good of JoJo, but in comparison to, like, everything past that, yeah. it's not as good. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to, I guess, try to fight for something just because, like, if they're like, eh, it sucks, and then I just say even one thing of their social, like, eh, it sucks, I'm just like, oh, whatever. I don't yeah, <laughs> no, not uh, worth fighting. <laughs> yeah, no. But, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I still just, like, try to say, like, this is why I like it. This is why I think it's good. Um, I would recommend checking out if, if you're not going to, put in the effort i don't care i'm not gonna yeah. waste my time with you. i'm just gonna enjoy yeah. what i like dude i um <laughs> i've definitely gotten better at that mindset over the years but oh. holy shit dude i i i look at myself and the things that i was interested in and how i mm-hmm. went about explaining those things to other people and i just like i just cringe at how insufferable i must have been <laughs> like like guys everybody listening I was like obsessed with Kingdom Hearts. Like I'm still a <laughs> Kingdom Hearts fan. Um, I I enjoy the Kingdom Hearts games, but even still to this day, I'll I'll defend the games to people who like don't want to give it a chance, and I'll say like, hey, you should play Kingdom Hearts, you know. <laughs> but I can at least look at all of the all of the flaws with Kingdom Hearts. I you know I was yeah. Yeah. But man, there was a point in time where I could not see any flaws. I thought it was a, a <laughs> freaking masterpiece. There were no issues with it whatsoever. I used to like 
I used to, holy shit, I used to literally be on the bus in middle school, and, like, some of my friends would, like, you know, <laughs> now, now, guys, remember, this is, like, 2009, 2010, right. you know, uh, the, the word gay as a, uh, as a genuine insult <laughs> was pretty common, you know? Yeah. And was, so, yeah. you know, people would be, like, on the bus with me, and, um, you'd be like, oh, like, that you play that gay game oh you're so gay and the other other slurs with that you know <laughs> and to the point where like so middle school yeah to the point where like i would start to like cry <laughs> i would start to cry not not because like i felt like they were making fun of like me but because they were disrespecting kingdom hearts <laughs> and, um. and um i think even like right now um my wife, she's not super into video games. Like me and her, mm-hmm. if if she's Blasphemy. going to play a game with me, it's going to be something that either a she doesn't really have to, um, she doesn't have to think a whole lot about what she has to do. Um, yeah. You know, a, like a game like um, okay. I mean, I guess for this question, uh, a very good response I guess would just be my wife and Kingdom Hearts. But that's mostly due Makes to the sense. fact that she's just not a gamer at all. Right. Um, yeah. Like, she has played a good portion of Kingdom Hearts. She's actually played through all of, like, the entire beginning of Kingdom Hearts, beat Alice in Wonderland, beat the you oh, know, wow. Tarzan jungle. Like, she's gotten oh. a fair, like, bit into the game. But this was, like, whenever we started dating, and I feel like yeah. she was just doing she it was for trying me to, like, at the time. Make you impress. Yeah, impress you, yeah. But, uh, but now that we're married and, and we... Um, we we definitely have more separate interests you know mm-hmm. it's 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 kind of a struggle for me to try to get her to play video games with me what she will play with me though i think i've mentioned this on the podcast it's it's games like life is strange yeah where you know more, we're both more like there. the game is the story yeah yeah well and it's not in even though the game is the story because i could say the same thing with like you know a, a game like uncharted for instance um mm. like there's some platforming and like shooting and puzzle mechanics yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that but for the most part you're playing through that whole game to kind of experience the story um mm. life is strange pretty much all of the gameplay is making story decisions so even if nicole is not playing she can basically sit there and control where the entire story goes while mm. i'm holding the controller like she can right. say pick that choice you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like the Kingdom Hearts series for me has been a constant in my life as far as like <laughs> game series that I that I try to get other people to get into, but then they just don't, uh-huh. you know? Right, right. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. So thank you so much, uh, One Pin Tones, for that great thank question. Thank you, One of Pin week. Tones. Definitely, um, definitely good. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't thinking of a. Um, I mean, I, I kind of was trying to think of some other questions of the week. Uh, oh wait, what is there an opposite? Actually, is there like a game that someone has tried to get you into, but you were just like, nah. So okay, so that's yeah. So that's what I was actually going to say. One pin tones. Whenever he asked that question of uh, mm-hmm. favorite video game that you can't get your family to play. He, in that same message, said maybe an uh, overhyped game that you couldn't get into. Oh, yeah, I see that now. Yeah. So I think that's 
I'm gonna go ahead and pick that one. In, um, one pin tones other question uh, for for this new question. So this new <laughs> oh, question. two <Yeah>. for two. <laughs> Great job, one pin tones. You're you're running the whole <laughs> show now. Hell yeah. So um, yeah, this next one asked by one pin tones. Uh, what is an overhyped game that you couldn't get into? Like a game that everyone is telling you that you need to play, and even if mm. you've given it a try, you just cannot get into it. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds I good. Think, um, yeah, thank you, thank you for that one, One Pintones. I think even based on that question, I think that can uh, kind of lead us into maybe a new segment <laughs> that I you know was thinking that we could try to incorporate into this um but uh I'm I'm trying to trying to figure out right before me and DJ started recording this episode we kind of were sitting here for a little bit trying to figure out exactly what we could do with introducing this segment um but I don't know I feel like I want to look at maybe some unpopular opinions um just kind of surrounding jrpgs as a whole uh whether that's you know based on jrpgs in general or based on a specific series or a i don't know anything like that um Mm -hmm. but i i also don't want this to be like a uh you know we're just shitting on your opinion and your opinion isn't valid like i think opinions are valid but yeah if someone's just hopping into (laughs) a message board and it's just saying a bunch of like nonsense that that looks like they're just completely i don't know i guess they're uh, trying to piss people off yeah just like people who are just inept at having good social skills on the internet (laughs) you know i i think um i think those are those can be kind of fun to to highlight and maybe goof on them oh definitely yeah definitely i agree so um yeah dj i don't know did you uh is there anything that has kind of jumped out at you that you think might just i don't know be be worth uh well so i'm looking on the subreddit for jrpgs and this one dude made a threat. I don't know if I should say his name or not. Um, no, no, no. We can keep their names anonymous. Okay, yeah, I'll keep it anonymous. Because if we're going to be like, did, you know, if we're going to uh-huh. talk about how stupid they oh, are. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably should. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Um, but, I mean, he didn't really give. This is not like, this isn't a popular opinion in this to me in the sense of just like, it's not a negative opinion, just like an opinion that like, honestly, you don't really hear that often of people saying that, saying this or whatever. Yeah, so it's not really r- a bad rare one, opinions sort of an interesting one. Yeah. So this one that I heard that I just saw saw that I was like, oh, that's interesting. Is that this guy said, I for one actually sometimes prefer blank slate characters, a la Final Fantasy One or Dragon Quest Three, as party members because I like being able to imagine it's me and my friends on an adventure. How do you feel about that blank slate characters instead of like like already established characters with their own backstory, voiceover, stuff like that? Hmm. Like games so, where you customize your own character and they never talk throughout the whole thing. <laughs> right. So I think there I think first we need to establish that there is definitely a difference between a blank slate character versus a silent protagonist. Oh, um, definitely, yeah. Dragon Quest know, Three like, is a silent protagonist, right? What's up? Dragon Quest Three is a silent protagonist? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would say so. Um but the the party members who you equip um, mm-hmm. outside of your main character, they're blank slate characters. Mm, okay. 
So if you've played Dragon Quest three and, and you're hearing that, and, and hopefully that's a good, uh, I guess, comparison. But like, for instance, uh, Link in the Legend of Zelda series, he's not Blank Slate. He's, he's yeah, just no. a silent protagonist. Um, mm-hmm. Chrono in uh, Chrono Trigger, silent protagonist. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. He's, he's silent. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, 100%. But, you know, um, yeah, Final Fantasy, you know, one and and yeah, I think those, I think those are. I don't, I don't want to say I prefer them. I, I think you know his his opinion is just that he prefers them over established characters, yeah, um, for the purpose of putting himself in 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 their shoes, and mm-hmm. I think this. This is kind of what video games were initially built off of, I think, or at least yeah, the right. RPG genre. Mm-hmm. Um, because, for instance, um, games like Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy, and uh, Ultima, and other games like those, all of them are in some way based on Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. A game where you create your own character and your own character's personality. And I think that was the idea with a lot of these early games. And I think there are still some games nowadays that still do stuff like this. Um, but, yeah, and, and I think even, huh, like, Final Fantasy has sort of, like, they've tried to do stuff like that, even with established characters, by giving you the ability to change your name. Um, but I, I could never change cloud's name in final fantasy Mm. 7 and and you know change it to gavin and actually (laughs) look at it as like this is me you know (laughs) that's me kissing tifa it's me and her we're dating yeah Yeah. so i don't know i think i think it's they've tried to evolve it by like sort of mixing this idea of like having them be the people in your life or or yourself or something like that with established characters but um yeah, I think this is a this is an interesting opinion. I think this is like mm-hmm. I don't know many people who prefer having to do all of the character work on their own. Yeah, you know, I don't prefer it, but it's a nice change of pace. Sometimes going from a game where like you have this character, they have a name, they have their own backstory, all these things like that. You watch them develop, and then playing a game where it's like you sort of figure that out for yourself and just go through the world. Yeah, I mean, I think it re- like it really does just kind of depend on the game. And I think Final Fantasy 1 yeah. is a is a good um example for this. For me, whenever I first played the very first Final Fantasy game, um I played the Game Boy Advance version, and whenever I chose my party, I I I pretty much like the only other huge franchise that I had played before then uh, was Kingdom Hearts. So whenever I played Final <laughs> Fantasy One, I, I named the Black Mage Vivi and imagined that it was <laughs> Vivi um, from Final Fantasy Nine because he appeared yeah. in Kingdom Hearts Two. Uh, I named yeah. the White Mage Zemnis because of the white uh, cloak, and that was the closest <laughs> thing to like Zemnis's you know final outfit in Kingdom Hearts Two or whatever. I named uh-huh. the the main character Cloud just because of the way that Cloud looked in. Or not the main character, the warrior character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I just kind of like, I think for something like that, for me at that time, whenever I was playing a game like that, 
Mm-hmm. I think I I more so had the desire in my mind to to kind of um, decide in my own head who these characters were, and maybe like some some banter between the characters, like oh like what would they say if they were talking to each other while they were doing this thing, you know? Yeah. Um. But yeah, nowadays, not I I don't dislike that for sure. I think it's it's yeah. welcome, like how you were saying. But I I do think that it is. Um, I just prefer established characters in stories. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, this one's one that I think is just kind of funny. Uh, this guy from three years ago said Kefka is the most overrated villain in the genre. Like of all RP- of all JRPGs or RPGs or turn-based RP of the whole genre, he's the most overrated villain. And his reasoning has this man. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. His reasoning is um, he totally does bad things for no reason. He gets super powerful and blows stuff up for no reason. The depth and complexity is boundless. And um, I, I think, I think he's got some pretty, pretty solid goals. You know. <laughs> I yeah, think, first off, my my first thing is like this dude pl- clearly has not played Final Fantasy V because X X Death is one hundred percent like the most boring, basic. Oh, I'm yeah. evil because fuck you, villain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Um, I've I've heard that sentiment before as well. I haven't played through Final Fantasy V, but I've I've heard people mm-hmm. say that. I I really. <laughs> This person, okay, so two things. He obviously has not played five. He obviously has not played six. Because <laughs> um, yeah. I think, or at least, I don't know, he um, he he played through six and just skipped every cutscene with Kefka in it, <laughs> yeah. you know? Pretty much. Um, another person comments saying, people seem to really enjoy Kefka largely because he's a villain that actually succeeded in the goals that he set out yeah. to achieve. The goals were Definitely. pretty insane and actually affected the cast in major ways for the whole second half of the game. But as an individual person with his story, as far as identity goes, he is pretty basic. He is extremely basic mm-hmm. and completely lacking in depth. He has no real motivation or growth. He succeeds fantastically as a villain, but fails miserably as an actual character. See, this is the kind of opinion that I consider valid, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And also, too, now that I'm thinking about it, too, there actually were even... Even Final Fantasy III's villain is worse. Like, it's literally just pops out of nowhere. Oh, Cloud yeah. Cloud of Darkness. What, yeah, Cloud of Darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, if anything, I would... This might, might sound a hot, a hot take, but I'd say Sephiroth is more overrated yeah. than Kefka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sephiroth is still a great villain, but in comparison, like, <laughs> he's way more overrated. Yes. No, I think so, too. As far as, like, main villains go, I, I just... I think as someone who, like, plays the final fantasy games i think i can look back at um a lot of the like main final bosses and remember who they were um Mm -hmm. but final fantasy 7 and 6 are the only games in the final fantasy series that come to mind where um i think final fantasy villains those are the two that come to my mind is uh Mm -hmm. kefka and sephiroth and realistically i i think I just I just don't know how someone can like kind of look at that and then just believe that there is no reason for it. Like there's a reason why people remember Kefka, you know? Yeah. Definitely. Um 
Yeah, I don't know. And, and um, obviously, I think Kefka and the Joker are, can be very different from one another. But I, I think, uh, you know, you look at a movie like The Dark Knight and mm-hmm. the Joker in that movie, like he does incredibly like awful things, but even he has like motives, even if they're little things like some people just want to watch the world burn, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like, like, I don't know. They, they have very charismatic character things about them. And I just, I, I agree more with the second person in that, Mm -hmm. um, uh, he doesn't really have much growth as far as a personality. Um, mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of depth to him as a person, but as far as a villain goes, he's a fucking good villain. <laughs> Definitely, I agree. I don't think I don't I think he's the take. most overrated in in the whole genre. Nah. Um, what about you? Have you found any other any other good ones? Um, there was one. Oh, uh, someone said in the in the comments of this too because he this guy was just asking for like anybody's opinions but this one dude which i kind of agree with said that like he wishes that bosses were weak to ailments you know how like sometimes with a normal enemy if you cast poison on them they'll be poisoned but like no matter which boss you do that to like it'll never work on them hmm and like honestly i kind of hate that that's the case <laughs> yeah I, agree with that. I think that i think it's um i think if if that is something that you're going to do to one of your bosses, like keep them like invulnerable to that sort of stuff. I would hope that there is some sort of like, I don't know, explanation in the story into why mm. you can't do that. You know? Yeah. Um, like it would make sense if it looks like, Oh, this guy has like a uh, protective poison gear or something. But it's like, no, it's just like any boss is in- immune to all status ailments for some reason. It's like, why? Yeah, I th- I think it um like I understand it as far as like just kind of keeping the challenge up, but I do think that yeah, I think if if I if I think about it for long enough, I think I would just prefer maybe if there is a reason why <laughs> you yeah. know, like toad doesn't work or why mm. slow wouldn't work or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw one um I'm not pulling it up right now, but I read one earlier where basically the guy was saying, um, <laughs> I mentioned, I mentioned it to you, but I, I wanted to also just say this on the podcast, but this guy did not just not like final fantasy 13. He completely hated everything about it, except, <laughs> except for whenever oh. the game opens up like on pulse and you can do other things that aren't linear. Um, mm. but once you leave pulse, he hates the game again. And, um, <laughs> it wasn't just like, it wasn't, just, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I think, I think obviously music is subjective, but he was also saying like, uh, blinded by light is the worst song in all of final fantasy. That's just completely wrong. <laughs> That's just Sorry. wrong, bro. That's like, just that wrong. is honestly my favorite uh, battle theme within Final Fantasy is "Blinded by Light." Yeah, it's um, it at least as as far as the battle themes go that are not the uh, stereotypical dun 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 dun. Yeah. You know, um, I I think it is. I think it's one of the strongest ones. Um, mm. I, I just, and like I just the fact that it's like, like that. it's the generic battle theme. It's like, oh, it's, that's fucking, oh yeah, this is good. <laughs> yeah, but other things too. Like he, he tried going. 
I, I think this guy had he had real opinions like he mm-hmm. he wasn't just saying like a whole bunch of nonsense but I didn't quite agree with a lot of what he was saying like he he mentioned um that hope is the most uh I guess like useless and most annoying Final Fantasy character ever created and um I that is something that I completely disagree with, and I actually really, really enjoy Hope as a character. Uh, you know, I'll say um, <laughs> when me and Cole played Final Fantasy Thirteen on Videoverse, we did just shit on Hope, but like not as like we think he's bad. We were just shitting on him just for the sake of shitting on him. But like honestly, like Hope is an interesting character, though. So like, yeah, I mean, I I think I think my my take on it is probably. <laughs> the hot take <laughs> i know i know a lot of people share the same sentiment of like hope is a um hope is a bad character but a lot mm-hmm. of people also share the sentiment that the laughing scene in final fantasy 10 is cringy but i don't think it is i think it's a great scene um and i think i mean i think i, I think it's cringy in the sense of just like well, I mean, I, I agree, like, like they think it's cringy, just like, oh, this is stupid, but I think it's supposed to be cringy, you know, like, that's kind of exactly. like, the point of it. Exactly, exactly. So, my whole thing is, is, like, it's just the way that people reference that scene. People will use that scene to reference, like, how shitty yeah. voice acting used to be back on the PlayStation yeah, yeah. 2, but that's definitely not, it's not bad voice acting. It's not even bad mm-hmm. voice direction. It all, mm-hmm. it's all down to context. And I think yeah. um, the context of the scene with Final Fantasy X is extremely important. And I think the con- the context into who Hope's character is in Final Fantasy XIII is also extremely important. Like, mm-hmm. people say he's whiny. The kid's, like, not even, like, 15 years old or something. Yeah. Like, he's an actual kid. Like, name, yeah. name like, a kid who you know who's not, like, kind of whiny. Like they just not a whole lot. Yeah, not a whole lot of kids are able to just, you know, grasp uh very complex, you know, situations and be able to just deal right. with it internally. Like a lot of them yeah. will complain or whine or something. And um mm. you know, from his perspective, Snow uh dropped his mother into a ravine and killed killed his mom. So yeah. from his whole perspective Hope is now having to spend all of his time with the person who he thinks murdered his mom. And he has no idea. Like, he's just scared. He's anxious. He's angry. He's sad. Like, he's feeling all this stuff. And he's not even, like, he's not even an an adult. Like, he's not able to, like, just deal with all of this inside himself. Like, there, I don't know. I want to defend Hope, like, a lot. (laughs) No, I I totally get it. And, like, honestly, now that I think about it, like, a lot of people, whenever, like, will just shit on a kid character, but then forget the fact that, like, hey, they're a kid. They can't really deal with all these complex emotions very well. They're going to do stupid things or whatever. They can't process these very well, you know? Sure. Like, if any kid saw their mother dying and there was just a dude next to them, they probably wouldn't handle it very well, you know? Yeah. And I think if you want to even, like, I don't know, look at it from kind of the more realistic standpoint as well if anything hope is more of a realistic character than like Rydia is in final fantasy 4 like in the very beginning like Rydia goes through mm-hmm. like a very traumatic experience um, yeah it doesn't take her long to get off of that <laughs> yeah 
like it's um but you know i think they uh they do this thing with rydia's character where she i like uh, and this is not me saying i don't like rydia's character but she yeah, kind of gets awesome. over it very fast <laughs> you know no yeah she does whereas you're kind of going through all all of hope's story in like almost the entirety of final fantasy uh 13 is him just like just being in complete um i guess shock <laughs> and he's mm. just angry the entire time and i get it i just mm. i just i look at his situation and i feel sympathy more than annoyance you know yeah so yeah so those are a few unpopular opinions about you know whether it's um the genre of rpgs itself or you know a few of those final fantasy things we mentioned but um mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we can kind of make that a uh, make that a thing. If you're listening yeah. out there and you have a hot take, um, you can comment that on uh, our Discord. You can comment that on our YouTube upload. Um, you can message it at, at us at Twitter or on Twitter or whatever. Um, I th- <laughs> I feel like this is. Um, I feel like if we were to get any sort of response from a community i feel like asking for their opinions (laughs) is something that we'll get plenty of so (laughs) because a a lot of people want to share their hot takes (laughs) Mm -hmm, definitely but uh you know i i feel like this is important to to remember too that um all opinions that are shared on this podcast or that you share with us or that we see online all of them are I th- we we have to respect them as their own sort of thing mm-hmm. and that we're not we don't think that the people behind them are bad you know we mm-hmm. if we if we disagree we just disagree and we can goof yeah. about it and we can agree to goof about it <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh you know that's the whole point of it i, I don't want to cause any sort of fights or anything like that with this not that i yeah, think that I that's agree. going to happen in our community i just i just want to make that clear right definitely everybody's been in is valid yeah. So, um, with that, I mean, I, I, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of focus here in this episode. I just kind of wanted to do a little bit of catching up, uh, on, you know, stuff that happened in, in, uh, my life and, and, you know, what, what's going on with you and all that. And, uh, all of, all of the new stuff that we've missed, uh, in between episodes and, you know, give a little bit of time to talk about some, uh, unpopular opinions. Yeah. yeah. So if you have uh, any suggestions out there for what we could call this segment, I'm just thinking something like hot hot takes. Like it's time for hot takes. I don't know. Delicious yeah, no, delicious hot takes. Get your hot takes, <laughs> hot takes ready. Yeah. Get your get your hot takes here. <laughs> so, anyways, um that's going to do it. DJ, do you have anything that you want to plug or anything like that? No, not really. Cool. Uh, one thing too, I've just been kind of thinking about, uh, maybe kind of where this channel's going now that I'm also considering or, you know, planning out this, uh, analysis kind of video game book club type thing. Um, I can't give any window on when that's going to be done. You know, we'll just try to get it done as soon as we can. Um, and I think also I've been thinking about our Patreon as well. Um, I'm thinking that I do want to try to like set a goal. Not that like we're making money like steadily on it right now, 
but uh, maybe I can run this by you know you or whatever. Um, but I'm I'm thinking maybe if we do like a goal, like if we can reach like a hundred dollars a month on Patreon, we could start doing like an exclusive Patreon podcast where I feel like if we're you know once we if we're making at least a hundred dollars, we have enough. I think we're we have enough people in that community who might want to ask us questions. Um, you know, that they can have answered in that, or we can just shoot the shit and just like talk about nonsense or talk about, you know, video games or movies or anime or anything that's just kind of coming to mind. But, you know, I want to try to like make a, make some sort of goal for that. Uh, not that I'm like, (laughs) not that we're like hurting for the Patreon to grow immensely right now. I mean, that's not something that I want to push on people, but if, if that's some sort of incentive that people might want you know that's something that I'm open to doing. So uh, if we can, if we can maybe get a hundred, hundred bucks a month on Patreon, we might start up like you know something exclusive, like a podcast or something, or I might stream or something <laughs> for that for that community. But you know, just want to spitball ideas out there, and you know, not trying to make things overly <laughs> complicated or overwhelming in our lives because you know we obviously have a shit ton that we're doing outside of this podcast. But, um, yeah, uh, other than that, I mean, yeah, you can follow us on Patreon, you know, there, there are tiers there, but other than Patreon, you can also follow us on Twitter and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and you can join our discord. All of that stuff's going to be in our, um, you know, podcast description, no matter what you're listening to or watching us on. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. You want to sounds good. You want to hit him with it? Sure. Uh, we'll catch you later, um, Mr. Faders. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you end it on that one. <laughs> okay, type. Cool. Bye. Bye. <laughs>